right, so jumping into this week of games. First game on the board, batter, battle for the state of Ohio. We have Cleveland. They're traveling to Cincinnati. Browns coming in 4-4. Four and four. Cincinnati's 5-3, and three, favored by 7, and the over-under is 47.5. Uh, battle of Ohio. I got a lot of random friends recently, ever yeah. since I started working at Fisher. A lot of them moved from Ohio, like surprisingly. Yeah, who'd want to live in Ohio? Yeah. I don't know. But 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 it's just weird that there's so many people that migrated from Ohio specifically to Texas. Um, but I have so many, like I have an obnoxious amount of Bengals and Browns fan friends yeah. that I never had before. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, shout out to Chase again. Um, I just Jamal saw Chase. I wish, <laughs> I wish, but I got a, the wrong Chase. Um, but I got a snap. I was, I was looking at my Snapchat memories, and um, I, today I had my Snapchat memory of Chase was he was sitting next to me in my friend Danny's house with his pants down, <laughs> and just just to, I'll show it to you guys after this. Okay, that's what you get from Ohio. Oh, okay. So these are <laughs> these are Ohio products, <laughs> and um, Ohio is also in the medical world known to have like the fucking weirdest diseases that you can get in the world is in the Ohio River Valley. Really? So I think that has a lot to do with why people are the, are the way they are. That's crazy. You know one other thing? What? Ohio is also for lovers. This is true. Dang. Shout out to Houghton Heights. Oh, my wow. God. So so the Bengals are here seven-point favorites, right? They're five and three. Uh, they had that disgusting loss to the Jets last week. They could have been six and two. Um, bounce back game, or are we thinking the Browns with – Case Keenum, oh, Baker Mayfield, like what? What's the situation? Like, do we think the Browns are going to write the shift here? But uh, ship here, I'm concerned because the Browns had so much promise early in the season, and I yeah. feel like things are slowly falling apart. Yeah. Is OBJ leaving going to bring the rest of the team together, or is there just so much shit show going on now that I feel like the Browns are not? They're back to poop. I think the I think OBJ has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I think um, he just he's just the guy that drops some passes, you know. Um, it was just too much media attention on him. But yeah. in reality, this team is so much bigger than OBJ. Uh, they're still a run-first team, and they do that well. Chubb is back. He's doing it. I, <clears throat> as well as the Bengals are, and as hopeful I am for their future, mm. I really want to see the Browns win this game. Um, I don't know why. I just want to see Baker Mayfield kind of – because Baker Mayfield has been an underdog since the moment he came into the field. Mm. I personally don't really like him. Mm. Uh, but – I, you know, this this is one of those. This is a huge game for mm-hmm. either team. Yep. Uh, it's Cleveland to see if they're for real. If Bengals to see if they're for real. Mm-hmm. So, and it's this is a unanimous game. Um, so, I think um, Cleveland it might be a little bit more skilled uh, as a whole team because uh, I think we saw some true colors of the Bengals defense show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Still don't know if that's for real. So, I'm I'm gonna be watching this game very very intently and closely. Yeah, the B- Browns have a very legitimate chance of winning this game and because you mentioned it, the run game and then their defense, mm-hmm. right? Um, so their their defense is definitely still the top one of the top uh, defenses in the league. Um, but the Bengals have this firepower with Jamar Chase and yeah. Burrow. Um, I'm looking for them to bounce back at home. Um, the spread is seven points. Favorite. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like the spread. I'm, I wouldn't take the spread either, but I, I think that um, just – Having to bounce back, like losing to the Jets, knowing that you have that offensive power, yeah. power I I <clears throat> fully believe that the uh, Bengals are capable of winning this game, but it could go both ways. It's an uh, AFC North uh, matchup, mm-hmm. so um, but I, I like the Bengals in, in this game. Yeah, I'm taking. I like. I'm with you. I think again, you're giving you're giving too much respect to a young Bengals team that just came off a loss of a team they shouldn't have lost against, right? right. And now they're getting seven points at home but against a Browns team that's stout like the Brown that when's the, when did the Browns get blown out last 
Are the Browns getting blown out? Their shootout was close. The game against the Steelers was a five-point game. Against yeah. us was a touchdown game they won. So, like, they play in close games. Yeah, uh, just real quick. They're yeah. seventh on offense or sixth on defense or number one in rushing. Yeah. So, this like, spread seems it seems like they're giving the Bengals way too many points. The the Browns are um, without their best offensive lineman. I think a conk. They were without him They They have been without him. Yeah. So, they're, they're banged up. Their offensive line is banged up. So, there's that going, like, not going for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's 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 gonna yeah. be a um, tough matchup for the Bengals. It'll be tough, but I, I just yeah, if the Browns can stick to the run game, I think that seven point spread should be covered. So I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, nonetheless, battle for Ohio again. I'm sure two teams want to beat the shit out of each yeah. other. So um, we got the Bron- the Broncos. The Broncos are coming into town here, two miles away from us at Jerry World, Jerry World against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are six and one now. Ten point spread here at home, over under forty nine. Broncos coming in at five hundred four and four. Um, what do we like in this one? Oh man, we like everything about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Broncos just uh, their defense is pretty good. Overall, they're sixth in the NFL. Uh, rush defense is good. Pass defense is good. <clears throat> Scoring uh, second in the uh, in defense. But the offense for the Dallas Cowboys, as you know, no Dak Prescott, but still got the job done. Mm-hmm. They've got the schemes in place. Mm-hmm. They've got. A great running back, great receivers, uh, offensive lineman gives all the time in the world for Dak Prescott, you know. So they should definitely, you know, come up as uh, as winners on this game. I don't see how the Denver Broncos, without Von Miller, yep, just got gonna, traded away to the Rams. Just got traded away. How yeah. they can come up and, and win this game? Yeah, I I don't see the Broncos winning this game. Um, Cowboys are fifth on offense, fifth in passing, fifth in rushing. 11th in defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave you those stats about the Browns, but the Browns were a little bit lackluster on passing offense. They were mm-hmm. 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys might be the most balanced team in all of football. They're complete. Like they're, they're they're. I mean, when your worst attribute is your 11th on defense. Yeah. Like that's a that's a complete football team. And the the one thing is again, we talked about the Cowboys defense. They're opportunistic, right? Mm-hmm. They force they turnover. They can give up a lot of yards, but they force turnovers. And so far this year, Teddy Bridgewater has not been like the safe ball protecting Teddy Bridgewater that we've uh-huh. seen. It's he's taken more shots, which yeah. is which has led to a lot more turnovers. Mm-hmm. So I just think this is going to be a recipe where the Cowboys will get a couple of turnovers. I'm sure Diggs will probably get his, um, and I think they should take care of business. Yeah, the Cowboys' pass defense uh, is not one of the best in the league. Their, their mm-hmm. overall defense is good. Their rush defense is good. Pass defense is uh, 28th. So I'm wondering if like Judy is a good start here uh, against the against the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean. If you're looking for receivers to start, the volume will be there because, again, on the other side, we think the Cowboys are capable of putting up points. We know right. they are, right? So they should score, which means the Broncos inevitably should also need to try to keep up. And, again, Teddy's making mistakes, but he that means he's throwing the ball more, which is the benefactors are the people catching the ball. So, yes, in theory, theoretically, you would think that means more t- opportunities for Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton. But – the one problem is again, how much is one guy really going to get from Teddy? That's that's always the issue with Teddy Bridgewater. Is like, I don't know. He just maybe he just doesn't play favorites. He likes to spread the ball. Like he he doesn't like to force feed one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but garbage time, you know, garbage time points um, are always a possibility. You yeah. know better than anybody, oh, Mr. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. So Cooks. Um, I don't Cooks know. Starts I, cooking in garbage. Yeah. Time. I, I think the Cowboys will win this. I honestly kind of think the Cowboys are going to cover. I think ten's big, but. They're just so complete at home. Other needs a couple of short fields, and right now uh, with the Broncos, now no Von Miller. Like I don't know, they don't really have an identity. The Broncos to me are just in my head another football team right now, which the Denver Broncos are usually like they have an identity. Yeah, 
it's Von Miller usually. Yeah, exactly. It has been for a while. So uh, I don't know. I think the Cowboys will take care of business again. Dak's back. The whole gang is back. Yeah, they're they're gonna win this game. They're probably gonna beat the Falcons and then they play the Chiefs. So I'm excited for that game. Yeah. So they should be eight and one heading into that battle. But you have the Texans, two bottom feeding teams here. Texans at Dolphins. Both teams one and seven. Dolphins are getting five and a half point favorites here. Over under 46 and a half. Dolphins are at home. We've been talking about these two teams for a while now. Just with, is is there any sense of wanting to win? Is there any up for any of these teams? Obviously, one of these teams is going to have to win this football game on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, who's it going to be? I mean, Vegas likes Miami by five and a half. Are you buying that? That's crazy. Five and a half on two teams that are pretty, yeah, really bad. I, I can see why they do that, though, because right. um, there's a trends, right? Um, Texans are, have not been, they've been the same trend. 30th on offense, 80, 28th on defense, 29th in passing, 30th in rushing. They do not want to win, bad. right? Whereas Miami, we were saying they were like 31st, 30th, 32nd, 32nd. It's You're seeing an upstick. You're seeing a trend mm-hmm. towards wanting to win here, okay? Mm-hmm. So they went from 32nd, uh, thir- sorry, 31st in passing to 21st in passing. Okay. Right? And their rushing was in 30s as well. Now it's 27. So like, and they've been playing some pretty decent teams. You know, they've had like, they're not having like a cakewalk no, of a no. schedule. So and they've had a quarterback carousel. Tua hasn't been able to get healthy. Right. So there's been so many problems for right. them. Tua's hurt again, yeah. but um looks like he's gonna be playing through this one. Um so yeah, I mean, just looking at the whole team and how they're improving throughout the season, I'm seeing a trend where this is like, you know, I would actually believe that they could want to win this game versus the Texans. Nothing is showing me. Like they're getting rid of players that mm-hmm. you know, that were their running back that was like their number one running back or whatever. And they, there's no signs that showing that are showing me that they want to win games. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So the Tex the Texans started two and zero, and they had uh, Tyrod Taylor one and zero maybe. Uh, no, the Texans. Sorry, they, they only won one they, game. They, oh, yeah, they won. They won that game even though he got hurt, right? Oh or, yeah, they won. Hurt. Sorry, they started one and zero. They're one and seven. Yeah. And then they played the Browns yeah. and uh, kept it competitive against yeah. the Browns. Tyrod Taylor was a was the quarterback. So um, Tyrod Tyrod Taylor is coming back. Uh, this week he's mm-hmm. expected to play. Mm-hmm. So with him instead of David Mills, uh, Davis Davis, yeah. Davis Mills uh, at, <laughs> at the quarterback position. That might be the last time you might have to say that word. Yeah, so. I hope so. <laughs> until next year. And so with Tyrod Taylor um, starting, I think that the Texans definitely have a legitimate chance. Yeah, of they get an added dynamic with the sure. with the Dolphins. And so it, for me, it's a toss up game. It can go either way. Um, so I I'm gonna I would pick. Um, the un, I guess the underdog underdog the Texans uh, Texans uh, yeah. at plus five and a half yeah. uh, the five and a half points for Miami against yeah. Texans that just seems kind of a little too high for me especially if Tyrell Taylor's playing yeah I, I like that I, if you're always reading lines in terms of value you have two teams who are literally just as bad maybe a little bit worse for the Texans but the biggest uh, benefactor or thing to change is Tyler, Tyrod Taylor. And we've talked mm-hmm. about his consistent play over the course of the years. And so um, they definitely, you get Tyrod Taylor back and you get them at plus, you know, whatever. If they're five and a half point dogs, they're probably getting plus 175, maybe a little bit more. So there's definitely value in just taking them straight money line, but I do like them to cover. Yeah. Even if Miami wins, I think it's a close game. Um, so uh, should be fun. Should be fun. Even they're, even though they're both one and seven, I still will be tuned into that game. I will not be tuned into this game. <laughs> will but... you tune into the next game? The Falcons. The Falcons are at the Saints divisional oh, yeah. matchup Deerage's falcons are three and four now oh Saints real quick on that two. last game yeah i'm starting miles gaskin oh is this the first time uh, you're starting him or something no this is like the third time but okay has know. he done well the other two times you started him uh in ppr i think he's gotten me plus 10 plus points Both and, times? And, and one game one uh week he got me like 25 points okay okay right, so 
Um, yeah. Moscow. So you've been picking and choosing your spots well. So I, yep. I expect this should be this should be a good Gaskin game. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, you're good. You're good. The Falcons and Saints. Saints are five and two. Falcons are three and four. Saints are getting six point favorites at home. Forty one and a half is the over under. Um, ah, tough, tough. I mean, it is a divisional game, right? So I always like the way the Falcons play the Saints, even though I feel like the Saints will typically have their number. Uh, something's to be said for a divisional game. We know no Ridley. Uh, that's going to mean that there's going to be something that needs to step up against the Saints defense, which has been their strongest suit this year. Mm -hmm. They've probably been one of the more consistent defenses across the NFL. Um, So what are we going to need to see from the Falcons uh, in order to pull off an upset? I mean, at at least you have the possibility knowing that theoretically the starting quarterback's out for the Saints, right? So the Falcons have to come in with some sort of optimism and hope that they can come away with the win. Yeah, so Saints defense is very, very stout. They're fourth in the league. and the Falcons are 29th in rushing, mm-hmm. so they need to fix that problem first and foremost. You're not gonna you're not gonna be playing from behind all game long and expect to win many games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if they need to if they figure out a way to get just get the running game going, uh, their defense hasn't been too bad. Falcons defense is eighth now. It started off Slowly pretty pretty up, bad, yeah. but eighth is no joke. That's yep. in the top 33 percent of the league. Yep. Um, so they're playing good defense, and now they have to play against Trevor Simeon in the game. So eighth against Simeon, you know that's. That doesn't sound too bad to me. I'm mm-hmm. taking those odds. Yeah. Um, so if they can just run the ball well. Uh, Patterson. Feed Patterson. Feed Patterson. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, but that's the only way to get past the Saints defense is to uh, break down areas that they're really good at because clearly teams aren't finding the holes that no. they need to. Yeah. There's some teams that are just really bad and you look at them, they're like, you're not, they're just, they don't have any chance unless they do some like trick plays or something to right. win the game. Right. The Falcons look like a team that they have all the places in motion. Like they've got Cordell Paris, Patterson, who's coming up. They've got uh, Pitts who, who can, you know, get you extend the field. So I feel like they just need to execute and, and they need to execute with the running game and passing game for them to beat the saints. Um, I, I like the plus six um, here, especially because, uh, Winston's not in the game. Um, so, I mean, I'm liking the Falcons' chance just to at least cover that spread. My only fear with covering the spread is, yeah, if the Falcons can't stop the run, it's going to be Taysom Hill, it's going to be Alvin Kamara, it's going to be Mark Ingram all day long. Yeah. And then they're going to put themselves behind the eight ball, which is their Achilles heel, and be down and have to throw against a stout uh, Saints defense. Yeah. It's going to lead to some turnovers. It's going to be tough. The Fal- If the Falcons want to pretend like they are a legitimate threat or an actual you know competitive football team they have to win games like this and so divisional game you at least see the saints more than you see other teams you know surprises run some trick plays you know pull some shit out of your ass be the lions of two weeks ago you know and so um they're gonna have to do something because i feel like especially with the ridley news and stuff the falcons just kind of need like a jolt they need like a jolt a big win their wins have come against like the jaguars the jets and the dolphins it's been like really really bad teams right so beat a good team build some momentum falcons i don't think they'll get it done but we'll see i mean the the defense the falcons defense being eighth you said is pretty important uh you might even want to put them as a like plus a streaming option as a, a teaser option mm-hmm. yeah bring up the point for the saints yeah. and and then um take the take the falcons i don't know if you can do that yeah you can i mean so you'd have the falcons at plus six if you take a six point teaser you get them at plus 12, plus 12. or you can even do it at a 10 point teaser and you get them plus 16 um which yeah you, you think that sounds favorable especially with the Saint, saints quarterback situation yeah <sighs> just it's tough the saints defense is their x factor and they're not just an average defense yeah, they're, they're really shutting down tom brady defense. yeah like, so that's what scares me is like turnovers like uh, Matt Ryan at this stage, I mean, again, they're going to have to, like you said, they're going to have to execute and it's going to have to be like a perfect brand of football. And yeah. I think just to have a chance. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see. The Raiders, the Raiders are five and two. Uh, they're playing a good season, good brand of basketball or football. They're going to go to New York. They're going to take on the Giants. The Giants are two and six. Vegas only favored by three points at New York over under 46 and a half. Talk to me about why Vegas would not cover three points easily. Maybe they're just going through some stuff after this whole Henry Rugg situation. I don't know. Like maybe, you know, first of all, if you're, if you're, if you've been drinking, don't drive, please. If you've been drinking, don't drive 126 miles per hour. 56. Uh, at 56. one point registered 156. I think at point of inca- impact, it was like 120 something, but he yeah. was literally driving 156 miles an hour. Yeah. And, and and I was like, how can a car, you hit a car from the back, how can it catch on fire? Well, if you're that going That makes sense. 156 yeah. miles per hour yeah. on the strip, Las Vegas strip, yeah. Yeah, I watched, the, I watched multiple videos of that accident because um, like there's cameras all over that street. I have never seen a car go that fast on a street before. That uh, that's just unheard of, yeah. and and a strip that's full of people. Yeah, that's, there was that's, cars. Yeah, that's very like uh, populated, right? right? It's not like just some random freaking bumblefuck street where you can race. Yeah. You're literally Las Vegas Strip, like the prime spot for people walking around doing shit. It's yeah, crazy. I, I, I feel like Corvettes. Um, I feel like people should get Corvettes because of how safe they are. He did. He he got like a C collar on. Nothing happened to him. Got a little scratch on his nose. After that collision, yeah, going that fast, Holy hitting crap. that thing that hard, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, he's I mean, done. He's I I don't expect him to ever come back into the NFL. NFL, I don't expect him to see a outside for like twenty yeah. years, twenty plus yeah, years. Yeah, he's yeah. he's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going back to the football game, uh, you gotta like what you saw from uh, on against the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit. Uh, yeah, with the with Giants, the, with the Giants, like, uh, and so. I guess they can keep it close because bringing that momentum, they they could have won that game. They didn't. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs pulled off at the end. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it could definitely be Chiefs defense sucks. Chiefs defense does. It's suck. like one of the worst defenses yeah, of the year. They're bad. They're really bad. Yeah, they, I feel like they, they traded for Melvin Ingram. Hopefully that helps, but they're freaking horrible. Yeah, Melvin Ingram didn't help the Steelers. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, clearly, that's what yeah. I'm saying is like, if the Steelers are getting rid of a defensive player at this point, like he's well, clearly, he asked for a trade, so he clearly believes in himself. Like, yeah, you know, it's not like a situation where the Steelers are like, oh, this guy sucks, let's get rid of him. Yeah, it was more of like, there's younger players that are getting more playing time. Yeah, so he was like, all right, well, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. He just didn't fit in with the whole scheme, and he wasn't able to adjust to what the Steelers wanted to do. So yeah, new place, new place for Kansas City uh, in Kansas City. So maybe he's got a be- you know some a better yeah uh turn out there um, what, what do we, so if there's no rugs right yeah that that uh, to some extent helps the s- spread of all of the targets because yeah. everybody's getting targets but you're taking one guy now out of the equation um who's the biggest benefactor here who do you think is the biggest benefactor with no more rugs on the uh raiders offense i mean the easy answer is waller um but if you want to extend the field if, if you guys want to hear some names that are not being out on the field uh, Zay Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that that is the replacement for Rugs as of this moment. Uh, the people that are going to be, you know, those like three times a game they go yeah. deep. Mm-hmm. They're saying that's going to be Zay Jones now because he has similar speed. The Deshaun Jackson, the Van Jefferson yeah. teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, that's the, for from fantasy purposes that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me talk to you about how you win this game against the Giants. Okay, the Raiders are thirty second. They're the worst team in rushing. Mm-hmm. They're they're the worst rush, rushing team, right? The Giants are twenty fourth in defense, right? So, and they were minus three, right? The Raiders are minus three. Mm-hmm. That can easily they can easily cover that if they just run the ball well, because yeah. they can clearly throw the ball. They're fourth in the league in passing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're we've seen what Derek Carr can do throwing yep. the ball, yep. but they do not know how to run the ball. And with a weak defense like the Giants for running, 
if you can just establish this is the same thing like the Falcons, you know, you're facing uh teams you can kind of run against. Uh sorry, no, it's not the same thing as Falcons, it's the opposite of the Falcons. Yeah. But yeah, the way to beat this Giants team is attack where they're weak at, and that's rushing. And we know Jacobs is fully capable of running the ball. He's done it his whole life. Um, uh, it just hasn't worked out this year. So I think the Raiders need to figure this out because the Raiders are way too talented of a team. Yep. Uh to not run the ball properly, to be last. Yeah. You have you have Kenyon Drake and uh Josh Jacobs, yeah. and you're 32nd. You're paying you're paying two running backs the equivalent, like two top 12 highest paid running backs, if I'm not mistaken. You have two of them on your team, and you're 32nd in the league. Yeah, that's there's some someone's getting fired. Yeah, you're not paying the right position at that point. Then, like you you, you got to figure that out. But you're absolutely right. The recipe is literally there, written in stone. The Raiders do everything else well. Did you just look it up? No, um, sorry, I was looking up something else. Oh, okay, but, but they are coming off a of bye week as well. Yeah, the Raiders okay. are. So yeah, so so they they got some rest. At least the rugs information was not going on during like a week of games or anything right. like that. So, um, nonetheless, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a distraction. It's not like he was a guy getting 10, 15 targets a game or anything like that. Um, but the Giants, the Giants are interesting. They are the most interesting two and six team because they play a lot of teams very close. A lot of games they play in, you think they're going to win and they don't end up coming out on top, but they're doing all that with like half of their roster as well, which is equally yeah. impressive. Um, anytime I feel like if, if the Giants, play a team who wants to come in and like take their foot off the gas or doesn't play as hard the giants are going to win so the giants continue to play really really hard although they're not the most talented football team in the world if the raiders come in in any other way other than like top notch i could see the giants winning this game yeah absolutely um but you would think on paper comparing the rosters comparing how they play and how good they've been this year three points is an easily coverable spread for yeah, the raiders it should it should be a raiders win um but it's it's of note to say that the Giants, without any of their wide receivers, are still ninth in the league in passing. Yeah, that's insane. So credit uh, Daniel Jones. Credit to that offense, yeah. just just whole as a whole, like just surviving. I know they're two and six, but you know I, this is not a two and six wow. team that are I would you, like. Are you crediting the former Dallas Cowboys uh, coach, Jason Garrett, Mr. Jason Clapper Garrett? himself? I, I'm not sure who calls the plays there, but I'm I'm crediting whoever's calling the plays. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Garrett. Okay, well <laughs> there you go, Garrett. Um, the Patriots, the Patriots and Panthers. Super Bowl rematch from 2006. That's crazy. Um, Patriots are four and four. Fa- Panthers are also four and four. Two 500 teams. Patriots are actually favored in Carolina, three and a half points over under 41 and a half. Um, if I'm not a Patriots or a Panthers fan and I don't have a lot of fantasy implications, what's making me want to watch this football game? Somebody give me a reason to want to watch this football game. Um, ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> so the only reason I'm obviously going to watch this is if CMC plays 100% watching yeah. the football game. Um, they just not – neither team has been an enjoyable brand of football to watch, yeah. right? You're not jumping for joy watching this matchup right now unless you're a Patriots fan, a Panthers fan, or you have some skin in the game one way or another. Um, excuse me. But Mac Jones. Mac Jones has been impressive. We talked about the Panthers' defense slowly kind of creeping back up to where they were earlier in the year with guys getting healthy. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore's back. Um, they're up to third again. Yeah. Um, they were kind of tanking there for a little bit, but, um, yeah, their defense has kind of showed up back again. And I, I expect them that this defense to play really well it's at home, uh, against a not too scary of an offense. Mm-hmm. The problem with this offense is they play smart. They play probably <clears throat> one of the smartest football, uh, football playing teams out there. They don't turn the ball over that easily. Mac Jones does not look like a rookie. No. <laughs> he looks like an old veteran that's ready to retire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, you know, I'm not too excited, but um, there's a lot of fantasy implications in this game. We got to see if DJ Moore can come back from his slump. Mm-hmm. We got to see if CMC will play or not, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't play, 
we can see what Chuba uh, can do for them in the future. If that's is there a real backup or they can move on from him because if he has a bad game again without CMC, like seven fantasy points, they can easily move on from yeah. him. But if he gets like twenty five, then they'll probably hold on to him. So this is a huge game from that angle. And we also got to see if Darnold can come back from this crazy little weird Darnold situation he's in. It looks like the Giants or the Jets Darnold again. Yeah. So this is a this is a huge game for them. Yeah. Uh, for for the Panthers. But tell me more about the Patriots situation. What's going on there? Yeah, no, I, I'm the three and a half spread is like such a like a, a sneaky spread because I could see the Patriots like just coming up with a field goal win to mm-hmm. to win this game, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's just such a it's a sneaky uh, sneaky score. I can see the the Patriots like to run the ball, right? So yeah. that's that's what they're going to be doing, trying to run the ball uh, against this uh, defense. Uh, the defense is third in in, yeah. in the NFL. They, around, you yeah. said they like to run the ball, but they're not good at running the ball. They're twenty first, yeah. so. They need to figure that out, right? You know, it's, it's inefficient. That, yeah. That's their brand of football, but it hasn't ex- yeah. been executed to perfection. It, it's hit or miss. Yeah, like, there's some games that do really well, and like you see, like two running backs run for like close to 100 yards, mm-hmm. and then there's another game where they just like just tank on the run. I don't know right. what's going on. We want to see. We want to. I want to see a game where the run game is shut down for the Patriots, and I want to see Mac Jones be like, "I'm the guy." Five touchdown. I'm passes. the man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lead this team to victory. The Panthers are not a joke of a defense. So if you did that this week, this would be incredibly impressive. You're right. It's a big game for both teams right as much as we don't want to like i'm sure maybe panthers fans want to tank they're four and four they're literally right in the thick of playoffs and either win for either team puts them above 500 so it's like a stepping stone you're heading the right direction um so so it is incredibly important um i don't know i just i'm still waiting to see a definitive mac jones performance where it's like mac jones was the reasons the reason the patriots won the game it's just been a lot of defense, yeah. good running, and Mac Jones being efficient. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be the reason. Yeah, it could have been the Cowboys game. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a great game. That, yeah. that would have been the game had had they won that one. Um, but, yeah, CMC is the story here. Again, whether he plays or not, game-time decision up until Sunday, that's going to drastically, I would imagine, even change the spread a little bit, right? That's going to make the line move one way or another if CMC oh, yeah. is uh, 100% in. So uh, stay tuned. That's going to be like probably 12 o'clock news or 11.50 news that – comes out with all of the implications there buffalo bills are five and two they're traveling to jacksonville they're taking on the jags jags are one and six bottom feeding in the league right now bills are favored 14 and a half getting really really crazy with these lines over under 48 and a half um just seems like another very very comfortable buffalo bills victory i, I honestly don't see any other way here yeah i mean you, you guys already picked the bills for your survivor pick this uh in the this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, this is going to be my survivor pick. This is going to be one of the easiest picks of the year. Yeah. Number one defense going against the 30th passing offense. Yep. Like, just book it. This game's over. This game's already over. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 14 and a half points. And uh, it, just because it's 14 and a half, like, I'm not going to take the, yeah. the spread uh, for the Bills. But I don't see any way. Like, Urban Meyer needs to go. Yeah. Like he's just he's not the answer, and now that uh, James Robinson has hurt, uh, Carl Hyde's gonna uh, come in, and at and least for this week he'll be th- starting. Yep, right, starting for this week. He's um, not completely out yet. Okay, right. yeah, that's good to know. Um, so something to monitor. But uh, you know, they played the Seahawks last week, and they showed shit no the bed. Sign. Shit the bed. Yeah, against a horrible Seahawks defense. Exactly. So with the Buffalo Bills, um, <laughs> yeah. how how are they gonna win? No. Somebody, yeah, th- this would be. Trying to think of like the Jets beating the Bengals was pretty damn surprising, this is right? A way but this bigger is upset. way bigger of an upset. Yeah. Like this just the, the the Jaguars are not putting a competitive product on the field right now. No. Um, and Buffalo just steamrolls games like this. Right. Like they just feast yeah. on these games. So um, I'm expecting this 
you know, as much as I wouldn't, I don't like betting big lines. Like I think the Bills will cover the spread. I wouldn't personally put any money on it, but yeah. this just seems like a classic Bills romp. Yeah, it's one of those defensive touchdown games. Yep, yep. You know, maybe a kick return. Yeah, it might be like, a pick. Yeah, be a pick six. Yeah, Bills defense. Lawrence might get benched beast. because they're getting beat so badly. Oh, that would be embarrassing. So uh, it's going to be tough. I, I, there's not really much more of a blueprint in that game. I don't think. Uh, the next game on the board, the Vikings. The Vikings are three and four now. They're taking on the Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens are five and two. Ravens are favored by six points over under. 50 um yeah i i mean this is this is this is tough man as a vikings fan i'm at a very big crossroads where you know obviously you always root for your team to win you never it's it's a really shitty place to be mentally when you're like somehow rooting for your team to lose because that just means you've given up on the team or given up on the season and this is a long season a longer season than every season we've ever had the nfc's wide open blah 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 so that part of me still wants to believe and the vikings for as long as we've been fans they struggle being really, really bad. So in even seasons where they're bad, where you're like, okay, this is lost hope, especially after losing to Cooper Rush on Sunday night, this is a classic Vikings game yes. where they come out and play really, really well, maybe even somehow win this game, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, look at us now, and we're like, okay, so what? what is your identity, Minnesota? And so that's, that's my biggest fear coming into this. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I am so up in the air about this yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar, like um... – Baltimore has a slightly better offense uh, numerically. Defense is head-to-head, passing, head-to-head, rushing. Baltimore's slightly better. So it's really hard to say. They're, they're very. This game could definitely go either way. Uh, Baltimore is at home uh, where he lost Danielle Hunter. So yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to – if there's a prop bet for Lamar Jackson running for more than 60 yards, bet your house on that one. Yeah. Um, because there's no way we're going we're gonna to stop him. Yeah, that's my big – my biggest fear is we've always – We've had good game plans for rushing quarterbacks, but it seems like rushing quarterbacks still always get the best of us. And now, no Daniel Hunter, yeah, which is, is just which is arguably the best defensive yeah. end in football. It's and and we, and the minute Daniel Hunter went out last game, we struggled getting pressure against a quarterback that's not as mobile as Lamar Jackson. So right. it's just like, what is going to happen when Lamar gets out of the pocket with that defense? It's it's yeah. just it's going to be a mess. Um, I, one thing I've heard is the offensive coordinator has openly said Dalvin Cook will get the ball more. Right. Oh, well, show it. Lick your chops. Yeah. Fantasy purposes, that's great. But that's the direct opposite of what I want <laughs> him know, to say. I because know. I want him to say, we're going to move the ball down the field yeah. aerially. Right? This could include Dalvin Cook getting the ball aerially. But, mm-hmm. like, we're still running the ball. Still the same Vikings. Still the same Vikings I've seen my whole life. We're never going to be the worst team in the league ever. But we're never going to be the best team in the league. We're always going to get the middle of the pack draft pick, and we're going to see the same situation next year. Average draft position for the Vikings the last 50 years. Guess what it is? It's like, what, 15? It is 15. On. Wow. Yeah. There that's you awesome. go. That's the epitome yeah, that, of the Minnesota Vikings. When I told you they were average, that's, that's literally average. it. Yeah. Average. You know, I don't know if it's because you guys are big Vikings fans, and like you're telling me, like, I, I hear all the good things from you guys, yeah. and uh, every week I'm like, the Vikings could win I, this game. No, we know, we feel, I know, bro. We feel I like feel, that every day. And it's so funny because I see that happen every week too, where I'm like, man, Chovitz got way more optimism in the Vikings than I do this week. <laughs> I, Maybe they're gonna win this. Like I feel like there's like defense has been a concern all year. Yeah. You know, it, your cornerback situations and, and then um Daniel Hunter, Hunter being out Hunter being out. So like uh, and also um the Cardinals cornerback. Yeah, Patrick Peterson's, Peterson's, Peterson's out, out yeah. too. Yeah. So those are huge. Know, those are two best players on defense. Right. So two that's out of three. That's huge. Um but uh, the Ravens do like to run the ball mm-hmm. often. They they Lamar Jackson has been throwing showing th- signs of throwing the ball more often than than running. Um but like you guys have all the right places in offense to definitely keep put up. up points yeah. and keep up 
against the Ravens. Yeah, but we want to give you more fantasy points. Yeah, we'd much rather feed Dalvin 46 times than worry about keeping up with other teams that we're playing against. Like, you're right. The Ravens have gotten torched on defense this year, right? Quarterbacks are just putting up insane numbers against them. And we literally have a quarterback in an offense that can do that. But watch. Dalvin Cook will have 33 carries yeah. for 156 over, yards. Over under seven touchdowns. catches yeah. for a backup tight end. Yeah. Over See, under seven catches for Ham. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> bro. You're getting the hang of things. Yeah, now. you're slowly picking <laughs> it up, man. But, dude, yeah, that's that's the life of being a Vikings fan right now is it's like we're at this crossroads where I cannot, for the life of me, understand which direction this team wants to head. But that's the problem with this team is they don't even know what direction they're trying to head. Yeah, some games they'll want to win and some games yeah, they come it's out. It's not about shit. winning for us. It's just about making friends along the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that's, that's what really matters, you know. Yeah, it really matters. Yeah. That's what you got to teach your kids. Yeah, yeah. That's who ca- is all who about. cares if we watch the Vikings for seventy years? I'm at my deathbed, and I'm fucking 104 years old. It's the year I 2097, the and the Vikings <laughs> and the Vikings still haven't sniffed a Super Bowl. You know who cares? God, man. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know. Nonetheless, no, it, it gives us character, though. It really does. Yeah, like I've gone through. I've had kidney stones. I've broken bones, and then wh- when I'm in the hospital, laying in the bed, I'm like. I'm a Vikings fan. Yeah. I can handle anything. I can handle any amount of pain, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That builds that pain tolerance for sure, though. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That I mean, not like we won't be watching that, but it'll be interesting. Six point six point favorites for the Ravens. Vikings are notorious for covering spreads, though, so I could see them yeah. playing that a lot yeah. closer. Uh, I don't like big spreads when you're betting against the Vikings. Yeah, least. every game's like a three-point game. Yeah. It's just going to happen. So, But anyways. Chargers-Eagles. Chargers-Eagles, interesting matchup here. Two teams not quite sure what to make of them chargers are four and three they're at philly three and five chargers are favored one and a half over under 49 and a half oh lord i mean if the chargers can't beat the eagles the chargers are officially on fake news yeah i, I would have to agree and if the eagles can't beat the chargers the eagles are officially yeah. on fake news yeah <laughs> yeah i i like the eagles chances against the chargers yeah uh, I mean, yeah i would agree i would agree i i, yeah. I really like what i saw last week mm-hmm. running the ball not having Jalen Hurts like throw the ball 40, yeah. 30 plus times, mm-hmm. uh, establishing that run game, and then Jalen Hurts is there. If yeah, they're going to try to do that same thing because the yeah. uh, uh, Eagles. I mean, the Chargers' rush defense is pretty bad, so right? Bad. It's so pretty bad. bad. They're, they're, they're they're ninth on defense overall defense, so that just tells you how bad they're yeah. on defense yeah. to make this ninth. Yeah. Versus like it, they could have been like second or third overall if it wasn't for how bad their running defense is. There's literally so many holes. There's holes for days on that run defense. Yeah, yeah and that's going to keep. Herbert yep. out of the field. Yep, it's gonna impact the whole offense from mm-hmm. getting enough. There's touches. no rhythm. Yep. That's kind of been what's the problem for the yeah, Chargers. Yeah. Right? They're just not being consistent to make a to be in a rhythm. Yeah, because we've seen that offense do great yeah. things. Like yep. they, oh, yeah. they, they run that. Uh, what more do you want? Yeah. What more? What more yeah. do the Chargers want on yeah. offense? When they you have, have that kind of offense, you cannot expect anything more yeah. from an offense. Rookie like of the year for yeah. quarterback, yeah. Well, if not the best running back in football. Yeah. Like a. Proven veteran that can catch anything for the most part, mm. a, a a big target for like what do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they have it made on offense. Their defense just needs to get enough stops. Right at this point, you're not getting stops. You're literally not getting stops. So that's why the offense has to score every time. That's why they have to go for fourth down at their own 16 yard line yeah. because they know that their defense is incapable of stopping anybody. They have to put their offense in very very high pressure, high leverage situations. Which again, it's coming back to haunt them now. Two straight games. So. Um, uh, nonetheless, you know you know the Eagles have so many flaws. We talk about it all season yeah. long. Um, both teams are coming in here thinking the other team sh- like they should win. Like both teams are coming in here thinking this team that we're playing against has tremendous amount of flaws. This is a very winnable game. The mm-hmm. Eagles are at home. 
The Eagles are still three and five. They're still right in it. And the Chargers are coming off back-to-back losses, but they know the disarray that the Eagles are in. So one and a half point spread seems light, right? Like it's kind of almost like a coin toss. Yeah. Uh, which way are you leaning if you have to side? I think I'm going to take the Eagles. Yeah, same. I'm taking the Eagles. Damn. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take Sandy. All right. I'm going to take Chargers. LA. I'm going to take the Chargers. Um, so that, that'll be a good, good matchup, though. T- tough test. Um, but the Chargers need that victory. And the you Eagles. You said San Diego? Did, yeah, I did. Did I say it twice now? <laughs> no, no, no. No, but I did correct it. Didn't oh, I, I, I did. I, did. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to keep up. Yeah, These teams are yeah man. Around. Fucking stop oh. moving so much. Yeah. God damn it. Um, but Packers, the Packers, Chiefs. That is going to be a wild one. Packers are at Arrowhead. No Aaron Rodgers though, so no Aaron Rodgers this week. It's the Jordan Love Jordan show is Love. officially yeah. underway. Real quick for a preview for next week, we might not have Aaron Rodgers next week either. Wow. Um, so he's technically out dun, for dun, dun, ten. Dun. Or, he would be okay to come back on Saturday. The Saturday, right which is the, the sun, yeah, the Sunday right before, before the game. next. I mean, game. that's Aaron Rodgers. He could probably come back and be fine. Yep. But if he tests positive at that time again, that's another. <laughs> then he's done. Yeah. He's not gonna play for like yeah. another so Two much weeks, longer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're just waiting for. But I am waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come back because he's yeah. on my fantasy team. But yeah. I did put him on the bench, drop some no namers, picked up Jordan Love. And gonna hope oh. for, and gonna hope for the best. So let me tell you guys, yeah, Jordan Love is starting, right? So we already know the whole bullshit with the Chiefs. They're four and four still. They've just have not played a consistent brand of football. They are still with that bad of a defense. Yes, we know Jordan Love's a backup quarterback. The receivers are supposed to be back. And yeah. the Chiefs are favored by seven. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is more on the Chiefs' identity that they need to figure out. Yeah. I think when you're at home playing against the, one of the best teams in the league without their starting quarterback. This is a must-win for the Chiefs yeah. at this point. If they don't win this time, the people that had the last few faith in like what this t- team uh, was capable of, they're gonna they're gonna lose a lot of those fans from that bandwagon for sure. If you can't beat a team without Aaron Rodgers, then you're not going anywhere. No, like what what is this team gonna do in the t- difficult times in the playoffs? Yeah. So I think this one's you know Packers can lose this game just like they could have lost last game and been like eh, whatever yeah. we don't have our blah blah blahs we'll come back and fix this when we have our blah blah blahs. Yep. Chiefs have none of those excuses. Like, they've had this bad defense all year long. They haven't done shit about it. Uh, I guess they got Melvin Ingram. Um, you know, but the secondary is the issue here. Mm-hmm. Packers are just a- adapting to all this change and still prevailing where the Chiefs have this t- fumbling issue, this interception issue, this turnover issue as a whole, and they have not fixed that. They yeah. have this defensive problem. They have not fixed that. So this is a must win. This is a playoff game for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. This is, like, they have to win this game. So I think f- because of that, they kind of favored the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. So the Kansas City Chiefs this year are two and five against the spread. Mm-hmm. So spread is not in their in their favor. So that six points uh, with Jordan Love. It, seven, I think. Is, se- it is. is it seven yeah. points? Sorry, seven points uh, and playing against Jordan Love and the, and the Packers. That on paper seems like you should be able to get that. But the Packers' defense isn't bad either. No, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And Mahomes isn't going up against Jordan Love. Jordan Love's not the second safety there, right? So they're still going to have to try to score and function that offense that has at times been in disarray mm-hmm. against an underrated Packers defense. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, and the Packers' run game is definitely still there. You mm-hmm. got Aaron Jones. You got Dylan um, backing him up. So I can see a, a lot of run running calls. I can see Jordan Love. Also, I, I'm not really sure what kind of a quarterback is. He, a he can use his feet. He can scramble. He can use his feet. He hasn't been, but yeah. yeah. He, he's capable he's capable of doing that so i'm looking for a big game from jordan love against this kansas city defense and uh it's gonna be a tough matchup even without aaron Rodgers. like i don't think the kansas city no. Chiefs can come in there and be like oh yeah we got no. this no no it's not gonna- I, I i i'm fully in agreement with that i think 
again, the Chiefs have to look at it like this, right? They're they're at a crossroads at four and four. They're getting a gift. I feel like if pre preseason you circled the Packers in your on your schedule, you're like, okay, this is a tough game. We don't know if we're gonna win or lose this, right? Now you're getting them without Aaron Rodgers, and you absolutely have to come in here, like yeah. you said, and view this as a must win football game because they're not gonna get many other easy games on their sure. schedule. They were the Chiefs, they had the, like one of the best records last year, so naturally their schedule's tough. So getting the Packers at home without Aaron Rodgers is a gift. Is an absolute gift, and I, I, I want to believe that they're going to take advantage of that gift. But a lot of times this season, when I've tried to give the Chiefs the benefit of the doubt, they've continued to like play yeah. the same way they've played all year. So I don't know. And I wrote off the Packers this past week against the Cardinals. The minute the receivers were gone and Rodgers was still there, and I was fucking wrong. So um, I'm not writing off the Packers anymore. I just think seven points is still too much at this point. So I don't know. I could see a situation where maybe the Chiefs win a close one, but the Packers still cover. Yeah. Or I could see the Packers winning outright. That, so, it's going to be tough yeah. for both teams, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like the seven point spread at all. That's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah, um, 100%. The Packers are just. They're, Same. They're, we need the Packers to lose. Yeah, they're doing everything that we can't do. Yeah. You know, they're, they're finding to ways that. to win yeah. despite things, whereas we continue to find ways to lose because of things. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Sounds like a coaching issue to me. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, well, fuck it. It is. Fire Any teams. other coaching questions? Yeah. I'll answer them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, Three more games on the board. The Arizona Cardinals, potentially with no Kyler Murray on the block, are going to travel to San Francisco. They're taking on the 49ers. They're three and four. Arizona's coming in seven and one. Because of the no Kyler situation, San Francisco is favored by three. San Francisco is favored by three mm-hmm. at home against the seven and one Cardinals. Over under is 45. Do you think that spread is warranted if no Kyler Murray? And it is, in fact, Colt McCoy. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I think the 49ers will dominate this game and it's not just Kyler Murray it's also Hopkins as well he's also projected to not play mm-hmm. as, of, as of this moment right now um yeah I I would take the 49ers when I actually just dropped pretty much everything and just picked up 49ers defense in all my leagues wow because as soon as I got that notification I was like I have nothing to lose here I can if he somehow does play I can just drop him and then I can pick up the team that I uh whatever team I had I'll just pick him up again because I dropped this two days ago so um you know all things pointing towards San Francisco having a nice little bounce back, back to 500 game here if Kyler Murray and Hopkins don't play. Um, because San Francisco defense, despite them being three and four, they're ranked number two, right? This is a good defense. And now we're saying a 36-year-old Colt McCoy is going to come here and take down the second best defense in the league. I will, I like my chances. Yeah, last game when we saw Hopkins get out, guys, were, guys like A.J. Green, Rondell Moore weren't – connecting with Kyler Murray like they should have. I mean, that last drive was really good and, and until the very end yeah. where A.J. Green just did not connect, didn't, didn't connect, <laughs> didn't turn around. So I think the, the, the key thing here is that Hopkins not playing. If if Colt McCoy and and was is starting and Hopkins is in the game, I think that they legitimately have a, a chance to, to beat the 49ers. Uh, 49ers coming in hot. Right, they beat the Bears last week. Uh, established the run game, so and Garoppolo looked looked good as well. So I think that um yeah they they should be able to beat the Cardinals. If they're seven to one, but no Kyler Murray, different Cardinals team. Yeah, the Kittle's back, so 49ers getting some weapons back yeah. on the offensive side. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you guys are absolutely right. I I just found myself in situations where. Every time something like this where no quarterback or no big player is gone, I'm automatically writing off that team, and somehow they still but, play well. But Kyler Murray saves this team yeah, from 100%. collapsing. Like the, His little chicken legs are the reason behind six of those seven wins. Like yeah. His scrambling ability, I don't know what Cole McCoy is going to be able to do. 
Uh, if he can do anything remotely close to that, then wow. Then I am super impressed with the Cardinals for adapting so well with a 36-year-old quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm projecting he's not going to be able to do those things. Yeah. And Cardinals are not the best team if, it, if it's not for Kyler Murray's abilities. Like, we would easily have beaten them as a Vikings yep. fan. Um, and a lot of other teams could say the same thing. So there's a lot riding on those little chicken legs of Kyler Murray. So if he's not playing, then, yeah, I'm, I'm calling it quits on the Cardinals this game. Yeah, 49ers at home getting three three point favorites there. So um, keep an eye out for no Kyler Murray because that's really going to dictate the way that game goes. I think it's game time decision. If I'm is not it? Mistaken. Okay. Yeah. So we'll know tomorrow. Closer to I think this is a late game. So we'll know at three three twenty five Central Time. That takes us to Sunday night. Sunday night, another great game this Sunday night. You have the Tennessee Titans are traveling to LA to take on the Rams. Rams are seven and one. The Titans are six and two. No Derrick Henry, of course, so that favors the Rams by seven points at home. Over under fifty two and a half. What are we thinking here? Oh man, that no Derrick Henry is such a huge loss for them. It's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm looking back at, at all the games they played and, and, and the carries that he got. Why wasn't there more load management? I mean, mm-hmm. should have, could have, would have, hindsight's twenty twenty and all right. that. But still I just felt like he just he was overused and he was the reason that like allowed them to win games. And now you lose that, you've got Adrian Peterson, obviously we've seen how he can how he can be uh, in the past with the Vikings, uh, but he's 36 years old, yep. right? And uh, McNichols is the yeah. other guy. Jeremy. Jer- yeah, and so he, I don't – I mean, he's not Derrick Henry. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just don't see them being able to beat the Rams where we've seen just amazing offense, right? We've seen Stafford been able to connect with Cooper Cup, connect with Woods, and then you have Henderson uh, as your running back, uh, DJ Henderson, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson, uh, Daryl Henderson as your running back. So it's going to be a, a very tough matchup for the Titans. The Titans defense has been looking good, but I just don't think that they can come up uh, big against the Rams. Yeah, um, I was actually looking at this game and I was like, oh, it's going to be a high-powered game. Then I looked at like some parlays for this, and and then I remembered Ramsey plays for this defense. Mm-hmm. So I shut everything down and I chose a different team to worry about because not only do they have Ramsey on AJ Brown now, yeah. Julio Jones is back, but he could probably he probably just pay until halftime, and then his hamstring's going to hurt him again, right? So there's I can't trust this team, uh, especially when Ramsey's on AJ Brown. I mean, DK Metcalf was able to overpower Ramsey, right? And mm-hmm. I do think AJ Brown is a little bit better um, in in doing multiple things. So uh, if if AJ Brown can overcome this Ramsey situation, then no doubt that's a must-start player forever, even though he already is. Um, but that's not some sort of – like, this is hope we're going off of, right? Yep. Like, I want more evidence on why the Titans have a chance of winning this game. And uh, I'm having to nitpick at many different things. But then again, the Titans have shown how special they are at being at 6-2 and two with everything against them, beating the t- very, very tough teams – so this is a huge day. This is a huge game for. This is just another game for the Rams, mm-hmm. um, but this is a huge game for the Titans, as all these games that have been for them so far. Yeah, they've continued to prove us wrong. Every game that we're like, this is a big test. The Titans have come out on top, and so, um, you know, they've continued to answer the questions that people continue to have about them. And yeah, this is going to be the biggest test, just with situationally. The fact that it's the Rams, they're probably the best team right now. It's in L.A. There's no Derrick Henry. Uh, Your biggest offensive weapon now is getting shadowed by, you know, the biggest, best cornerback in the league. So what's going to be the recipe here for the Titans to continue to keep this close? Now, their defense has surprisingly started to step up. They're they're not as 
piss poor as they once were. Right. Um, but the Rams offense just creates so many big chunk plays, so many big like wide open plays. And so um, right now I have, I, I just, it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I see, I see points being scored. I think ultimately I see the ball being put in the hands of Ryan Tannehill to try to beat you. And it's going to come down to if AJ green can win that one-on-one matchup with Jalen. Yeah. Um, AJ Green. I'm sorry, AJ Brown. Oh yeah, um, that's definitely what's the the biggest highlight that the Titans have to win this game. Yeah. Julio Jones. I mean, if he is fully healthy, he had two weeks off now because mm-hmm. um, he didn't play that one game. He had a bye week, right? Um, so I mean, and he's still a reputable Hall of Famer, sure. you know. And we don't know how how much they're going to use Adrian Peterson because, contrary to popular belief, I think Adrian Peterson can fit in just well in that Derrick Henry role. Um, because it's not a very confusing role. It's a pretty straightforward running the ball role. And we mentioned like week two, week three, that there hasn't been a running back since Adrian Peterson that looks like Derrick Henry. And Mm -hmm. now just the way things work, that guy ends up playing behind Derrick Henry or instead of Derrick Henry. So yeah, it's it's not a very confusing role. They don't. He was never asked to catch too many passes and all that stuff. McNichols will still be taking care of that on third down. The more the question here is how many more carries is McNichols going to get than normally yep. from a fantasy perspective? Because a lot of the waiver situations, I, there, I was in some leagues where some people drafted McNichols over Peterson. Uh, I was in some leagues where I picked up Peterson before somebody else got McNichols. So this game will really clear that up for us. Mm-hmm. The biggest the biggest problem the Titans face is not even those things that we just talked about. It's that not only is uh, Aaron Donald coming at him now, but now Von Miller's coming too. Mm-hmm. And during that press conference, did you guys hear that uh, Aaron Donald press conference? Mm-mm. So they asked him, they're like, why are you smiling so much? And uh, Aaron Donald's like, this is the happiest day since my child was born. Who's got you smiling? <laughs> Who's got you smiling like that? <laughs> feeling like, feeling like. No, but yeah, he was like, he was cheesing hard. And he was like, they were asking why he's doing that. And he's like, yeah, this is the happiest day since my child was born. Damn. And everybody's like, damn, they're about to just wreck shop out there. Because, I mean, those are probably the two most lethal players outside of J.J. Watt in the last decade, right? Yeah. Like defensive line players. There, there literally is nobody else outside of those two. So, I mean, yeah, if Von Miller is not injured as much as we thought he was initially. This is, I don't want any part of this Rams defense. Do you think they can just plug and chug him right away? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These are two hall of famers. Like he's going to fit right in just perfectly. Yeah. It's going to, it's, it's going to make it really tough for the Titans. Like if, if they were coming in here with Derrick Henry, then you're like, okay, so I mean, this is going to be a big, big game. Right. But they're already, they're already behind the eight ball with that. Their best weapon is already like almost getting negated. We'll see if he can prove himself there. But it's yeah. I mean, it falls on the shoulders of a guy who is not typically used to having that much pressure on his yeah. shoulders. And so, then a really old grandfather. Yeah. In the backfield. Exactly. So, so AP is not obviously the Minnesota Vikings AP. Obviously. So I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I again we talked about this bandwagon of the Titans. So like, I have a weird emotional connection with the Titans now, even though I don't <laughs> have any other players or anything. I just like I want them to do good. I like seeing a team that continues to prove people wrong because yeah. that's what I want the Vikings to be. Who can yeah, never be never that? Be like that so yeah. that's why I like the Titans continuing to win all these games that they should lose. So I want to root for the Titans here. Yeah, I'm I, rooting for the Titans. I want to I want to see a team give the Rams trouble. Um, with maybe again with the Rams being at full health and 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 the team that they're playing is decimated, right? Yeah. I want to see the Rams face some adversity yeah. um, to see that they are human and they are beatable. So uh, again, a Sunday night game though, so it's prime time. Everyone's going to be watching. Yeah. It's going to be big stage. Uh, that should be good matchup. What was the spread again? Seven. Rams are favored by seven. Eesh. Yeah. Okay. 
Kurt. This is a good teaser opportunity. Yeah. Bring yeah. the points big, down to you, six and You've been half. big on teasers lately. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that you you can bring down the points. You mm. And then for seven... Welcome to the dark side. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> for seven, you bring it down six and a half. So all they need to do is just win by... Yeah, just win outright. Win outright. Yeah. And, yeah. and they get it. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe you take... Um, you pair it with something else. You pair it with Miami. The, you pair it with the Chiefs, even, if you, we think the Chiefs are going to beat the Packers. Oh, I don't pair it with... The, I don't know. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm too scared to do that. But I'd pair it with Miami against yeah. the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Bring that down. And then, uh, yeah, pick Miami. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. Uh, maybe you'd pair it with the Monday night game because the Bears are traveling to uh, the Pitt- Pittsburgh Steelers. They're taking on your Steelers. Show if it's Steelers are four and three. Bears are three and five. Steelers are favored by six at home. Uh, over under is low. I think the lowest on the board thirty nine is the over under here. So, um, I think the Steelers are going to win this game. The Bears have given me no reason to believe that they're capable of winning a game with Justin Fields right now. Uh, for 60 minutes at least, they're not putting together a 60-minute mm-hmm. football game. Right. Uh, Steelers defense continues. They've been good. Uh, they've had injuries. They're getting healthy. Um, they're it's, they're they're scary. It is. It's it's. I feel so bad for the Steelers defense. Honestly, they're playing amazing football. They're they're ranked fifth in the league, um, and the offense isn't helping. You know, it's just Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson, and that's it. The conversation ends right there. Fryermuth has come up lately, but we need to see more. The sample size is too low to just be like Fryermuth's a goat. Um, but yeah, 29th in offense, 27th in passing, 31st in running, and then fifth in defense. So like, that'll keep you in games. Yeah. Right. And that just all everything just lies on Big Ben's shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if his shoulders going to separate it if he has any more problems to that shoulder. Yeah, the Bears have a tough matchup because they're a run first team. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. fourth in the league in rushing. They're really good at running the ball. Right, but the Steelers are also really good at running the ball. They only allow. Uh, they're like top. You mean seven, stopping the run? Stopping the run. Okay. They they, they, okay. they only allow like uh, comparatively to all the other teams. Um, they're they're seventh as mm-hmm. far as rush yards allowed. Okay. Uh, so so we've got the recipe right. to beat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't seen anything from Justin Fields saying seeing that he can throw the ball downfield we haven't seen that from him mm-hmm. um i mean yes he moves around he can <clears> kind of get you, you can get out of that pocket um but you know as far as the steelers offense goes i'm gonna go out and say that Najee harris could be the rookie mvp this year rookie of the year rookie of the year yeah rookie yeah i mean he's probably top two in discussion as of this moment right i think it's it's chase jamar it's between and, them too and Najee, and Najee harris. harris and i could see chase kind of Going down, down a little bit. Although Joe Burrow might try to, you know, give him more just so he can get that <laughs> rookie of the year. Yeah, I think they're trying to win the division. But yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think you. I think that Najee Harris could could definitely win the rookie of the year. And uh, I would like to see Claypool be involved a lot more. I think that's yeah. the recipe of getting this offense back in check. Yeah. give the ball to Claypool, spread that offense a little bit I more. Think they have to. They have to take the next step because. Um, you're going to fall into the same hole that like we Vikings fans are going to fall into where your team is going to be good enough to make the playoffs. And then imagine you play a team that has a Jalen Ramsey and all of a sudden Deontay Johnson, the first option is no longer yeah. available. Then, right. then what happens? Right. That's where you need Claypool. You need yeah. to use I, him. The guy's big body. Dude, the talent is there. I don't get it. I, I want Claypool. I don't get it. I don't get God, it. God, man. This is one of the biggest anomalies in football yeah. of the year for me. Like, I just don't get it. Is there any kind of, like, behind-the-scenes camp? Is Claypool not running the, learning no. the playbook? Dude, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger has gone out and said, like, he has all the intangibles to be as good as uh, Megatron. You know, yeah. they call him Mapletron because he's from can- uh, Canada. 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 <laughs> I almost, almost <laughs> lived there. From Canada. So, um, yeah, no, th- this guy has all of it. He's got the athleticism. He's got the height. He's got the speed he can catch the ball just feed it big ben stop calling him mapletron and not giving him the ball like what the fuck i don't know you're keeping all the maple away 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All yeah. the sap. Yeah, I want some sap, man. I, I've seen some throws to him, but they're all out of bounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Give him a chance. Free Claypool. Yeah, give him a chance. I don't but, even have Claypool in any of my in my leagues, but just watching such like talent, talent yeah. just go to waste is just so annoying. It is. It's so it's, annoying. It's difficult. Um, but yeah, the, the Steelers are the better team. Yeah. You know, uh, just just comparatively, they have a more complete football team. Their defense is really, really good and 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 good enough to create uh, distress for Fields, <clears throat> who it's not taking a lot to create distress for right now. So uh, this could be a lot of turnovers, yeah. sacks. I mean, Fields yeah. is going to have at some point. Fields is going to have to be the reason the Bears win yeah. a game so, to give some sort of confidence so that he can do. I that. got some insight from last game showing me that that could be this game. Um, so Matt Nagy was out last game, right? Because mm-hmm. of COVID, right? Right. So he didn't have that leash on Fields he has this whole time. So Fields was able to run ten times. He hasn't been able to run like that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten times for hundred plus yards. Well, yeah. that was yeah. Half yeah. of that was like one play that was like broken because yeah. he had to go that way, that way. But yes, the, just the fact that he was running, he was able to do that. That's what he's comfortable doing, and he wasn't allowed to do that before. And um, if they see that that was a recipe for you know success, mm-hmm. I see a lot of that happening this game. And as good as. Uh, TJ Watt is he can't outrun Fields right yeah. so um, I, I expect a lot of Fields running so this is another game where rushing quarterback prop bets are I'm putting my money in there oh I'm staying away yeah, I think sure. the, the defensive line is it not only are they can they get to the quarterback they're also fast Alex yeah, they're not 4-3-9 fast though four, Justin Fields is 4-3-9 fast yeah but trying to get out of the pocket I mean like you, okay. you can you can definitely yeah. the defense can get get to him it's not like they're just gonna blow past them uh, yeah. every single time so um yeah i don't know we'll would, see we'll yeah. see yeah i i think it'll be interesting i i he's too he just gets too overwhelmed like the game hasn't slowed down enough for him right now for me to put any faith in him and the steelers have too good of a defense for me to think that he's yeah. going to overcome it no, he's um, not gonna overcome it but i'm just saying yeah. prop bed wise i think yeah. he's gonna run like for that a, he's gonna run for a lot of yards yeah um, so th- yeah, that's going to be the last game on the board. Uh, another fun, fun game, another fun, fun slate tomorrow. Uh, going to be glued to the TV. Hopefully the Vikings somehow can beat the Ravens. Let's end the show with our survivor picks. We are officially in week nine of survivor picking. Um, I will start us off this week. Uh, I am eight. No, I've taken the Panthers, the Bucks, the Titans, the Bills, the Vikings, the Rams, the Falcons and Chiefs, none of which have let me down so far. So thank you so much for all that. For your teams, shove it this week. I am riding with your Steelers. I'm taking them on Monday night to beat the Bears at home, um, for all of the reasons we literally just talked about. So I'm taking the Steelers. Show, give me your uh, survivor pick. I'm taking the Bills against Jacksonville, and that's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you guys pick the Bills and the Steelers. Now I got to pick someone. Yeah, uh, shove it. Cannot take the Vikings. Can't take the Browns. Can't take the Cardinals, Jets, Bucks, Bills, Packers, Bengals. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, oh baby. Fancy. You are taking the Dallas Cowboys to defeat who? Denver the Broncos. Broncos. The Denver Broncos. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so Cowboys at home against the Broncos? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Cowboys at home against the Broncos. That's a good one. So I got the Steelers on Monday night. You get the Cowboys at home against the Broncos. You got the Bills on the road against the Jags. Uh, for our survivor picks, that's the episode, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, excited to watch a lot of football tomorrow and talk more about it on Monday, uh, where we'll bring you the next episode. We are the only playbook. We'll see you on Monday.